This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotato.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. You surprised me. That was surprising. What? You just started recording. You didn't even tell me. Yeah, you guys always complain that I don't record fast enough. Oh, do we? <laughs> I don't think we did. Who are so you guys? Go ahead, well, I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked. Well, not that shocked. Call me shocked. No, call me... Not. What should I we a... call you? What should we call me? I need a good nickname. This is all getting cut. No, it's not. <laughs> well, last episode was so dreary and depressing. Yeah, I need that's to, true. I need to lighten it up and be annoying. What are we talking about this episode? My name's Casey Lynch. Oh, oh Do we want case. to talk about how that happened? Billy, you want to explain that? Oh, yeah. You sure. This is a really good. I was, uh, I was a huge Ninja, Ninja Turtles fan uh-huh. as a kid growing up in the late 80s and early 90s, as most of us were. Yeah. And so when my parents said, what do you want to name your little brother? I said... Casey, after Casey Jones. Yeah, uh, Casey Jones from Ninja, the Ninja Turtles. Duh. And Except, they were like, okay. They were like, yeah, sure, we'll fuck let, it, why not? <laughs> we'll let you name our kid. Yeah, cool. <laughs> like, we're, we're coked up late 80s parents, we'll do it. <laughs> and I never was bullied in school for having a girl's name. <laughs> I just want to clarify, Except that's because does listen to this, that was a joke. That's because no. your middle name isn't Jones. If your name was, middle name was Jones, you would have been the fucking that been, boss of that That would have been so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh my God, Casey Jones. <laughs> First, How about Ryan instead? First day of kindergarten, he goes, Casey, where is she? First day of kindergarten. <laughs> yes, it did. The tone. Yes, it did. <laughs> That's amazing. First fucking day of kindergarten. I'm like, well. You're welcome. This, this school one's going to be rough. <laughs> this life is going to be rough. Yeah. Um, My next eight years of school and we're almost done. Uh, so, this is actually a podcast where we talk about television shows. Yeah, and is. today we are talking about a documentary series First one we've first, ever done. First one we've done. Something new for us. Yeah. It's called Just Another Immigrant on Showtime. Yeah. I have a question because you are the one who knows everything. Oh. Um, the all-knowing um, one who takes notes. <laughs> More notes than me. Um, is this... What kind of documentary thing is this? Is it like semi-mockumentary? Or is it just... It's supposed to be a straight documentary series. Okay. Yeah. And I had oh, questions okay. about that too, which we'll get into. Yeah. yeah. Like what was set up. I mean, there, was, de- Showtime. there yeah. was definitely some, like, uh, um, what am I trying to say? Tell me. Um, uh, well, it looked like a little bit staged. Yeah, there was definitely... It reminded me a little bit of reality TV. Yeah, there was definitely some things that were kind of, like, cinematic, like, obviously just for the sake of it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I can see them being right. like, hey, do this, this will be cool. Yeah, we'll get into yeah. that. Yeah. Um, we'll get into it. So, we have an exciting giveaway doing our first yeah, Showtime show our, as well. Our <gasps> first um, giveaway ever. Thank you, um, Showtime. You're you're welcome for doing this Thanks. episode. Yeah, Showtime. Although bucks. this is not sponsored by them. What? It should be. Showtime just, tweeted yeah. us. Showtime just tweeted by us. us. Send us some cash. <laughs> but we are on our Instagram. Head over to our Instagram at Trial um, by Pilot. At Trial by Pilot to find out the rules and how to enter. But you could be the winner of a twenty-five dollars Showtime gift card for free. Yeah, oh, for free. free for nothing. Yeah. Well, for something, just not. So I'll have the value. details yeah. on our Instagram. Yeah, go to our Instagram, yeah. check that out, and then go to Zomboy's Pod. God damn it! On Instagram, <laughs> always be plugging. A B P. 
So, synopsis for Just Another Immigrant. Yes. Ramesh Ragnathanathan, that's not right. Ramesh Ranganathan is one of the most popular stand-ups in the UK, and he takes on the task of uprooting his entire family and moving to LA. Ramesh's family includes his wife, three kids, his Sri Lankan mother, and his eccentric uncle. Follow the family as it seeks to rebuild life from scratch with all of the obstacles surrounding an overseas move. Ramesh also books himself a daring gig in which he needs to sell out a 6,000-seat theater in just three months. 5,900 seats. That's what I said. Yeah, that's yeah. how many it was. Inaccurate. I also kept saying his first name instead of his last name because I don't think I pronounced it correctly. Just FYI. Oh, yeah. And that's well, you would normally say someone's first name. No, they kept saying his last name. I was just like, Ramesh. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, he is apparently a big name comic in the UK. He looked familiar to me. Like maybe I've seen him on I recognize some him. show. Maybe, yeah, I do you know, not recognize Maybe not. Him. But he's apparently big. They did a little thing at the beginning, like these big theaters in the UK. He's sold out. He's been on all these TV shows. I think yeah. he had his own TV show, he said at one time. Yeah, I think so. Um, Who would you liken him to? I haven't seen a stand up yet. <laughs> No, I mean fame-wise. Like, who else has had like a, a career uh, like? What this? about John Mulaney? I'm only saying that because we just watched one of his specials. But yeah. but he has, he sells out big theaters now. He's had his own show. Right. He's not like the biggest comedian in the country. But yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, no, I guess. I think the biggest comedians in the country are comedians we wouldn't like. You know, oh, like the like, ones who like sell out the biggest shows are probably ones that like we wouldn't oh, enjoy as much. Yeah, like so I think we probably uh, don't know them. What are the redneck comedians? Oh, the blue collar comedy. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah those but not guys. even just them. Like I'm, I, I can like picture some in my head that I can't think of the names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but are comedians who like are like the biggest ones that like I don't yeah, find yeah. funny or at you know or whatever. So it, you know, that's my thing. I said. <laughs> now you guys talk. <laughs> so Ramesh, for some reason, wants to do all this again in America. I, I mean, you know, America's probably a bigger market, so I think it's realistic that maybe he does want to. Maybe move his yeah, family over here sure. and, and try to try to do it in L.A. There's probably more fame and money to be had here. Um, oh, well, and at, certain, yeah. At one point, he's talking to his son about moving out, and I don't, I don't know how old, how old do you think the kid was? Like eight or nine years old? Yeah, something like that. And he's like questioning his dad, like, "Why do you think it'll be easy? Like, yeah. was it easy here?" And the dad's like, "No." He's like, yeah. "Why do you assume it's gonna be easy over there?" Yeah, yeah, stuff like that felt the a little kid, staged. Yeah, and the, yeah, like, like also where they the kid lines? seemed like, a little bit. Well, he seemed kind of wise, but he was also probably like. Dad, don't fucking make me move. Yeah. Leave my yeah. friends. Why yeah. are we doing this? Um, You're on top of the world here, basically. Right. Should I throw up my theory now or later? I say go, go for ahead, it. Go for it. I'm going to say, because like they get a gift from Showtime later, like you could if you're lucky and enter in our contest. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, they, he gets a gift from Showtime. This, to me, feels like they're like, hey, Showtime's going to pay us a bunch of money to do this for a year to make like a little docuseries, so let's do it. And, like, he oh. might not really plan on, like, trying to make it big in, in America. Yeah. But this might be just, like, yeah. a semi-stage duck. That's just, that's my theory. Yeah. yeah I or that's a theory that's possible. Also. Yeah. I kind of got that sense a little bit, but, like, what was the genesis of something like that? They just thought it might be a good idea. And they said, like, hey, like, Ramesh, well, you know, you're big in the UK. Oh, so you don't think yeah. that it was maybe his idea? It could have been his idea. Yeah. Because that was one of my issues with this show the whole time, because I was just, like, why in this day and age is it such a struggle for a top comedian in a country to like have to go over and be like completely unknown? Yeah. You don't you have like agents and promoters and like you've been on TV yeah, like, like things are so accessible. Not that I've seen any of his stuff. I, yeah. I have to say that. 
But, like, things are so accessible that it would be like, oh, I'm coming to America completely unknown. I feel like there's ways to get known. Am I being really naive? No. Am I saying this? No, no, because there's... Well, let's get into also, this a little Showtime bit later. Showtime is making a show for me, so, like, yeah, people I, could know who I am. So it just seemed like a little bit yeah, really gimmicky. I, yeah, I think we need a little bit more context, and then we could talk about that more. Like, when we yeah. talk about more scenes. Agreed. So there's a scene with him talking to his family about coming over... Uh, his mom's there, who's kind of funny. I- I've seen previews with this eccentric uncle, which wasn't in this episode, but mm-hmm. apparently he's like the wacky one on the show. So um, he's like me. He's yeah. like me. That's why I'm called Uncle Casey. I don't know. Did you listen to uh, <laughs> is that what you're called the Sharp Object yeah. episode? You were a fucking dud on that one. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, so Ramesh gets to the United States by himself. The plan is for him to go over first, kind of set things up, yeah. then bring mm-hmm. the family over. Plus the camera crew. Plus the camera crew. Yeah. Plus the camera um, producer. He gets into this Uber... And it's like this old white dude driving with oh, this yeah. like terrible like twisty goatee, fucking nasty you know, looking thing. Braided goatee. But it was like literally just the braided part. Yeah, so it was yeah. like a tail, like on yeah, his it was face. Disgusting. It was fucking gross. gross. Um, and he's like telling Ramesh how his uh, his British accent surprised him. Yeah. He's like, oh, what were you expecting? And he does like a Seven yeah, Eleven. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, I thought you like, sound like Seven Eleven. Jesus Christ, like the dude! Most like racist. Yeah. And then, then they're interviewing Ramesh, and he's like, that was like the nicest racism I've yeah, ever experienced. Yeah, he's like, I think that was a racist, but it was nice racism, <laughs> if that's a thing. And then the producer asks him, well, like, when did you grow out of your accent? Yeah, he's like, did you ever have a different accent? <laughs> and he's like, like, no, I fucking am he's born like, no. in... Yeah. Where West Liverpool born? or something? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I yeah, somewhere. You're um, not, like, born with an Indian accent. Then. Yeah. yeah. He's like, that was more racist like, than the... Yeah, he's like, that was, yeah, that was pretty um, funny. And then we find out that he's booked this 5,900-seat Greek theater in L.A., and he needs to figure out how the hell that he he put the down payment on, which maybe he did, maybe Showtime did. Sure. Um, He needs to figure out how the hell to get people there. Well, do you want to know why, guys? Because I did a little research. He put down, do you want to know how much it is to rent the Greek? Because it's very easy to find out. I, okay. I printed out Just the contract. Just tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth printed She's out so a contract and it looks like she has aged it for three weeks. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> it was pouring rain when I left work uh, okay. today. <laughs> it looks like this contract was sent over from the Greek. Like they printed it out there and then sent it to you. From like, Greece. Like on horseback. Um, so for each performance, the rental rate shall be either 11% of the gross rate receipts or the minimum rental fee of $25,000, whichever is greater. What the fuck? Yeah. Whichever is greater, right. Should the same artist have multiple performances on the same day, the rental rate for each subsequent performance shall be a flat rate of $15,000. I was going to guess fifteen. I should have said it. Damn it. And then... Hold on. There's more. In addition to that. <laughs> but wait. No, in addition more. to that, you have to pay for staff. So in addition to just renting it, if you want, um, like, you have, like, a house rate to include labor costs, ushers, ticket takers, security, blah, 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 blah. This goes on. Mm-hmm. And that is another $26,000 for all that. So fifty one k minimum right now. Yeah. And then in the event, now this probably wouldn't happen to him, but so you can have the event doors open 90 minutes prior to your show, and then there is a hard curfew of 11 p.m. And if it goes over that, (laughs) you are charged a rate of $2,750 per one half hour. (laughs) That is fucking a lot of money. It's expensive. I mean, I guess it... 
it's not like he's us doing this. Like, clearly he's had yeah. much success, so he might have it. But they do make it seem like when he's talking to promoters, they're like, you, you put out this money? Like, why would you do that? Well, they also have no idea who he is. And if it's well, 25K to, to rent it, maybe the down payment's like 5 or 10K, which might not maybe. be a huge deal to a successful comedian. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. trying to put it in oh, perspective. Boy. Yeah. Well... So he meets with this string of promoters, like six or seven promoters come into the Greek to meet mm-hmm. him. And they all seem like either completely clueless about promoting yeah, or and or like entertained by the fact that this fucking jerk rented out the Greek by himself yeah, and they have no idea who he they're is. They're basically yeah. just like, no, d- don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No one's like, oh, here's some ideas on promotion. Right, like, right, right. I can try. Like, this yeah. is going to be hard, but here's some options. They're basically like... This was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> you're dumb. Or here, you should change your last name. Yeah, that was the one, that was the one suggestion. Or yeah. So after this, he's like kind of dejected, so he goes to get a taco, which seems like a tri- trivial scene at first, but it ends up being like the catalyst for like the rest <laughs> yeah, of the episode. It's the, it's the inciting incident. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because during that, when the guy who like sold him the burrito that he was, he was eating came over and like cleaned the table, I was like, okay, this guy sees a camera and he just wants to be. Mm-hmm. On camera, right? Yeah, he he's like, over, oh, like, how do you like it? Do you like this sauce? He's like, this, or, right? Oh, this is the habanero sauce. This is the spicier one. He's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, you ask him if he's enjoying it. And Ramesh is like, it's like he genuinely cares if I'm enjoying the food. Like, yeah. shit, like, I barely care if I'm yeah. enjoying the food. <laughs> In the UK, like, no one cares. <laughs> no one like, cares. I, I, I barely, barely care. care. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess that what night or the next night. Name? Jose. Jose. Yeah. Well, he's like a super nice guy. Yeah, this guy shows up again later. A lot, and he just has the biggest fucking smile yeah, on his face like, I've ever seen. Constantly. Yeah. Um, so Ramesh goes around to all these comedy clubs. He's trying to get in. He can't get stage time anywhere. Which they say, like, all the ones are like, no, n- that's not how that works. Like, you can't do that. But I know for a fact there's comedy clubs where you can go and just... Oh, really? And, like, you know, put yourself on, like, try, like, try to get on for the night. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, these might have been bigger have gone ones. gone to, like, ones on the I, wrong night, or... Maybe, but... I do know that that is something that happens. So it seems weird that like every thing, place he went to, yeah, he even like, he has no knowledge of like the LA comedy scene, and he just like went that, out there. Yeah, you think he would like know a little something? He even shows up at a show at a sex shop in like the back, oh, yeah, yeah. the back room of like some sex store. Yeah, but the guy tells him like, "Oh, they're booked through the end of the year." Yeah, and then Ramesh is like, "Oh yeah, he shushed me," and then I looked down and there was a dildo. Yeah, it was really sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really sad. Yeah, the pleasure chest is actually a pretty famous uh, comedy. Comedy club. Is that what it was with the pleasure yeah. chest? Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Well, that's fair, a thing. Fair, fair <laughs> yeah, that's why Casey knows it because it's a comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go to LA for my dildos. <laughs> Idiot. The best. The I best get, around. I get them mailed to me. <laughs> so Ramesh invites over the staff from the taco shop. Oh yeah, yeah. Jose and Kevin and somebody else. Yeah. Apologies to that third person. Yeah. And they're all like playing some boxing game on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yes, uh, so funny. It was really funny. It was funny. It was funny because he like leaves the cameraman like dejected. He's like, "Whatever." I'm like, "I'm going out for a while." Like it was getting late. Oh yeah. Like, he he got nothing. And then the cameraman like goes to the door, like cameraman producer or whatever, goes to the door. Like I think it was like 108 a.m. or something. And he's like hearing stuff and he knocks on the door. He's like, "Hey, what's uh, what's going on in there?" And he like, comes out and like, kind of like kind of closes the door. He's like, oh, no, you know, not, not much. He's like, what are you doing in there? He's like, nothing. And he kind of closed the door a little bit more. And eventually he like shows him like 
he's hanging out with like the guy from the Mexican restaurant yeah. and just his two brothers and just, they're just playing the switch. I also wanted to say to the camera guy, like, well, you know, you've been with him all day. Just because you're making a documentary together doesn't mean you have to hang out together all day. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that was another thing. Like, <laughs> right? how much of the, how much of the show was manufactured? Because I really hope that this part wasn't, and that he really just invited that fucking guy over that to I switch. Love. But like, yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. I don't know how how easy it would be to then like go because like when did they end? At like midnight? Uh, yeah, I, I think know. the taco truck was still open at midnight. Oh yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah, maybe. Although I think maybe in LA, I think like restaurants close pretty early in LA. I've never made a documentary, so I wonder, or like a show Fair or a reality enough. show. So I wonder, like, how much of it is like a producer running around, or like a like a assistant running around, like any person you encounter. Like, hey, if we need to do a side story, like, will you be on this show with us? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like that could have happened too. Because clearly, like, he wasn't getting into any clubs. There's no content there. Yeah. So maybe it was kind of like, right, let's call that fucking guy. And well, that's great. Then, if, their, if their side story idea was, what if you invite the taco guy over? Yeah. <laughs> and then he um, BFFs. Yeah. Yeah, I would actually, that, I mean, for a lot of reality shows, that's 100% the case. Yeah. yeah. And so this, maybe, I would say, is more of a reality show than a documentary. Guys, I just want to say. Even if it's a cross. Maybe. That I said, I've never made a documentary or a reality show, but I've also never made, like, any other kind of show. What? Unless anyone should think <laughs> that I'm, like, experienced in any type of TV. I'm not. Just podcasting. Just podcasting. So, sweet podcast hustle. So the next morning, Ramesh is video chatting with his wife, mm-hmm. and he's telling her like about last night. And he goes, "Yeah, these like guys came over, and we were playing some Switch. There was a bit of cock play." Yeah. And she laughs. He's like, "Nah, just kidding. I only fucked one of them." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he just has like a really like dry, yeah, you know, UK this sense is a of humor. Very, yeah, very dry, dry, yeah. dry show. Showtime then gets some tickets. Well, he's to like, you like, buy. He's like, he's like, I gotta go. Bye, bye, bye. Don't fuck anyone else. Bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he just hangs up. Um, they, they announced that Showtime has given them tickets to a Chargers game, and uh, Jim Norton is two boxes down from them. Yeah. Oh, it was just funny that he was like, the cameraman's like, oh, so who are you going to take? And he just like, looked up and smiled, and then <laughs> yeah. it's him and Jose walking. Yeah, uh, Jose's there. Just walking down. <laughs> and uh, he convinces Jose to start yelling, Jim! Jim! <laughs> yeah, just to see if it, if um, it was Jim Norton. And again, Jose just has the biggest fucking smile on his yeah. face. <laughs> Um, He's loving it. They eventually go out into the hall to like try to get into Jim's box, and like takes them a while. But they eventually like get someone to open up the door. They finally got into Jim's box. They they push (laughs) they push their way in, and they introduce themselves. And Jim Norton wants nothing to fucking do with them. Yeah, like he's not like super outwardly mean to them, but he's just like totally disinterested. Oh yeah, he's it's he's kind of being a dick. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. Like Um, he's just like looking away. He's kind of like as nice as you could possibly be. There was a camera there, and he doesn't know these guys, and they just came into his like. Yeah, if it right. were, he might have been more of a dick if there were no cameras. Yeah, maybe. And this you know I mean? this is like, when I really started questioning, like, all right, how much of this stuff is set up? Yeah. Is it just coincidence that Jim is two boxes down? Maybe not. He's out, He lives out in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's a Chargers fan. Right. Sure. Yeah, like, there's plenty of comedians that could have been. Like, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, they run into Jim Norton later, too, which we'll talk about. But, like, all Ramesh has to say is, oh, I'm this comedian from the U.K. and I'm doing this series with Showtime trying to book the Greek. Yeah. And Jim would be like, oh, let me let me call up somebody for you. Yeah. But he maybe. never says that. Yeah. Which made me think, like, all right, they're just would, doing that this. Would make it, too easy it would make it too easy. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. They need more content than that. Yeah. Which which was fine. It was entertaining, but that was one of the things that made me question. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there was a lot of things that made me, like, question the authenticity of this. Yeah. So. Right, because he's a huge comedian. He's actually funny. He's been in the, the 
well, I don't know if he's actually funny, but he's successful. And so, yeah. like, he's been in a comic, like, circuit and community in a different city. So why is he so fucking awkward in this city? Yeah, you think he would, like, know, like... I know it's not his home, but, yeah, like... Yeah, you think he would know, like... Well, he, pro- he probably got started in the UK the way people get started here is just, like grinding and working at it for years yeah, and like yeah. hanging out in like the back alleys with the other comedians like trying to get stage time and he probably hasn't done that for a long time and he doesn't want to fucking do it again because he has to oh, book yeah. 6,000 seats yeah. in three months right, right. Um, so he's like okay. trying to get him in with Jim Norton I don't know that's what I got out of it yeah I also find it weird if you're like a huge comedian in the UK to not know any comedians in the US because yeah, like yeah. I question that too. Because like U.S. comedians do UK tours all the time. They're like always over there. Yeah, you think you would like really? know? See, I don't know anything yeah. about. Yeah, I thought that too. But then I was like, person. I feel like I should have known him if he was a big UK comedian. I really didn't. So like, I'm wondering how much am I really missing? Yeah, I don't know. We do. We have so much fucking content in this country. Yeah. I feel like in other countries it's different. Like in the UK, they probably know way more about. Comedians, actors, whatever. Maybe. Because we are just producing so much more than other countries. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of comedians and stuff, too, though. But yeah, you're probably right. We'd probably do it more just yeah. purely based on size. So, that night, that night or the night after, whatever, Ramesh goes over to Jose's family dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a nice dinner and dances with Jose's mom. Mm. Um, and they tell a story about how, um, how the names were passed down through the family and, like, how Jose was named. And then Kevin says... He was named that because they really like Kevin Costner movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Jose, and then another like you know uh, Mexican-sounding name. Yeah, you can't remember it. And then it's Kevin, <laughs> and it was just like it was just he was named that for Kevin Costner. Like, yeah, that's funny. So Ramesh runs into Jim Norton again at I think the comedy store. Oh, yeah, he knew he was going to be there, so he went there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he knew he was going to be oh, there. Okay. Um, and so he goes up to say hello, like, "Oh, I'm at the Chargers game." Paulie Shore comes up to them. Um, who looks like oh, he's he's sure. done a lot of drugs. It looks like he's age poorly. Yeah. And so Jim Norton keeps telling Ramesh, like, oh, go go hang around the back. That's where all the comics hang out. But, you know, I spent a lot of time back there yeah. in, in my day. Yeah, he's really being a, like, if this is genuine, he's got to, he's being a dick because he's there alone. It'd be different, like, <sighs> yeah. if he was with other people and he's like, you know, hey, buddy, I'm like trying to have a good time with my friends. He's just sitting there alone drinking a beer. And I, I could see, yes, if you're a big famous comedian, I'm sure he gets it all the time. Right, right. But... I don't know. It just felt like he was being a little bit, a little bit of a dick. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of mixed on that. Clearly, he has no idea who this guy is. So, I'm not. I'm not trying to say like stand up for Jim Norton. No, no. But, I, like it's so awkward. This he's just being so awkward and just sitting at his table, and it's like, how much? Yeah. More can he say to him to be like, dude? I don't feel like hanging out with you. Yeah. I I, I get it. I thought he was like. Kind of, at least in that situation, like, okay, yeah, yeah, go back there without being, like, yeah, like, do get a, get I, away from my table. Right, I'll give it to you a little. That's fair. Yeah. Because he, he was, like, just weird. Yeah. He, he was kind of, it seemed like he was kind of just hoping, like, Jim Norton be like, oh, I'll do something for you. Yeah. 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 Which, like, you know, even if he asked, like, like, hey, do you know anyone, like, who could help me or anything? Like, you know, I don't expect you to, like, do my gig with me, but, like, he, he was just like, hey, you got any tips? <laughs> and then he's just like nah, you know the comics from the back just go like chat with him or whatever yeah. and stuff like he's that. like on his phone the entire time yeah, yeah. So I just said what I said but still the same time this guy has a camera following him yeah from showtime mm-hmm. so like it's so weird that they're not getting more 
out of having Showtime camera crews. Yeah, I think there. it's just because it would be too easy, and they're just not. Yeah, I mean, I'm also I, I think they, thinking it a lot. Well, the, yeah, I know we're try, we're trying to figure out how much of this is actually documentary. Yeah, I, I'm sure they've come to the conclusion like that wouldn't be as entertaining as him struggling to. Yeah, just him being like, yeah, do oh, himself. I went there and I made it immediately because I have all these connections. Right. Okay. Show over. Super easy. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. like Jim Norton could easily have been like, dude, I don't want to be on the show. Like, you don't have any clearance to put me on it. Yeah. yeah. He agreed to be on it, and then there he is, <laughs> yeah. being like, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, I kind of want to go back and find out if Jim Norton knew about it or like if he's pissed after the fact or like yeah. what. Or he's actually just a producer on this show. <laughs> so nothing really comes out of that. Um, but he gets excited because Jose found him a gig. And it's in the back of a Mexican restaurant. This is funny. And I don't know what this fucking show was. It's just like a variety like a, show. Yeah, it's like of? a variety show, yeah. Um, there's people doing all kinds of weird stuff, singing. Um, Juggling ping pong balls in his mouth. Yeah, some, some guy with like a bunch of ping pong balls in his mouth and he just like spits them out and then catches them again in his yeah. mouth. Um and then Ramesh has to go on, and he doesn't speak any Spanish, no, yeah. of course. Um, so he's bombing up there. They don't really show us any of his set. No, no, not really. Yeah. And he's bombing, and he's like, oh, he brings up the ping pong guy at one point, and he's yeah. like doing the ping pong balls. Well, the ping pong guy comes up at one point. Oh, yeah, and, just and to like, save him. And everyone starts laughing, and then he, like, he like, thinks it's him, and then he like looks to the side, and it's this other guy. Yeah. And then I guess they were everyone was doing this in a prior act, but then Ramesh is like, oh, and then I got the idea. I'll just go... It puto. Oh, <laughs> they, they, were kept, they were doing a lot before. Yeah, they were doing it a lot before, and then every what time Ramesh did it, it means a curse word. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then every time Ramesh did it, the entire crowd would go crazy. Yeah. Hey, puto. Yeah. So we just kept doing that. And I think that's I think that's when the episode ended, right? I think that was it. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. It, yeah, I don't remember what else happened. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That was how it ended because he was then like outside of the. Uh, Oh, that's right. Thing, and he's like talking, and then two people walk, you know, two of the crowd like walk by, or whatever, and they go, eh, puto. <laughs> and he's like, you know, when other people do it, it's actually kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it ends. End scene. But yeah. So, like, back to our conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> like, he just makes his friend, and the friend, like, happens to know of this, like, variety show mm-hmm. that he could do that would be weird and funny and, like, awkward in the sort of, like, yeah. you know, dry British sensibility, you know, comedy style or whatever, like... Yeah. It seems kind of... And, like, the next day, like, it just happens to be, like, oh, you know, whatever, he's there. Yeah. They have all these things they do, and it seems a yeah. little bit too manufactured. Yeah, you might be right. Might be I right. don't know how much, but... I, I did I did think the show was funny. I I tend to like dry humor. Yeah, I, I do so. I like a lot yeah. of British stuff, um... So I thought that was funny. I thought Ramesh was funny as, yeah. like, as like an awkward, dry mm-hmm. British comedian. I don't know. What did you think it was? With? I mean, I, I liked it. I'm interested in it. I thought that the humor was all good. I just think it's more of a reality show, yeah. which is like slightly staged than it is a documentary. So. Yeah. Maybe that was just the wrong uh, terminology. Yeah. But I, I did. I did like it. I wanted to say more about the Greek theater because I did look up some it facts but it's like that's past now it's we're way past it it's so oh, past yeah. it. we're so past it i don't even remember uh, what you're talking like about <laughs> yeah it says docu-series yeah everywhere, everywhere i'm looking but i mean you can just say that no oh no i'm, I'm yeah. saying like maybe, like, maybe just then mean? misrepresenting it yeah yeah i can see that oh uh, also yeah what are the Is semantics like of docu-series versus reality show yeah, yeah. 
So would you recommend Just Another Immigrant on Showtime? Yeah. I would. I, I think, I, well, I think I'm going to keep watching it. I'll say that. Okay. Well. I'm interested see, in it. I would recommend it if you like dry humor or like maybe some awkward like anti-humor kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I think you would enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I don't know if I'll continue watching only because we're so far behind on television. <laughs> we don't have time for The show has mm-hmm. given us too many options. Like, like I, I know you're going to want to watch Sharp Objects. Yeah. We're way behind on Killing Eve. Um, you got, why? Casey's because... so upset about this. Nice. <laughs> Casey's <laughs> watched it three times the whole season already. I have watched... First season, I mean, it's only one season. I watched the whole season already, and I watched episode one again, and then I went to watch episode two again, so I was going to watch like, a couple more episodes, and then my TV crapped out. Like, can you imagine if, like, Take-Two and Reverie were good, and we wanted to watch those too? Thank God those shows yeah, suck. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, watch Killing Eve. I know, I know. We it's, have to. I'll yeah. say this for Killing Eve. it's It, get, it gets, like, crazier. Really? And it's yeah. not just, you know, like, I would recommend it to people, even if they didn't like Villain. Cool Killing? Yeah. Yeah, well, um... Which I texted you. We were saying Villanelle. It's Villanelle. Oh, Villanelle, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it was Sandra Oh who was nominated for an Emmy for that Oh, role. yeah, I saw so, that. Yeah. yeah, so go back and watch our, uh, listen to our Killing Eve episode. I've right. listened to it a couple <laughs> times, just so I, I can remember it. <laughs> I just, can I just bring this up, because I thought you guys would be oh, interested fuck. in this, the guy. Go ahead. All right, so the Greek theater is like part of like Griffith Park. Uh, anyone listening to... To this in LA, if we have any listeners there, it's gonna be like this girl doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> but I took it off of the website. So Colonel Griffith and uh, Griffel, Griffith Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> you really prepared this, huh? Colonel Griffith. Maybe if your paper wasn't waterlogged. <laughs> she's just looking at this like white and black piece of paper with smears going Shut down up. it. <laughs> His name is Colonel Griffith J. Griffith. Cool. That's funny. That was the fact? No. (laughs) Wait, what is it? But anyway, he owned it and, like, donated it to the city of L.A. It's 3,000 acres. It was intended to be used for public recreation. And he left instructions in his will and a trust of a million dollars to construct an observatory and a Greek theater. Like, he was like, this is what I want here. Okay. That's kind of interesting. I thought that yeah. was interesting. Sure. 3,000 acres. Wow. Yeah. And, and First Aid Kit it's is like playing feet, there yeah. on September 26th. Oh, snap. Are you going to just plug them now? <laughs> I have no plugs at the end of any episode, <laughs> that's so true. that's what Fine. I'm going to do. You can, you can plug the routine. <laughs> <laughs> you can plug your favorite band. But now, now, like, their website's really cool, and it's, like, all stars in the background, oh, and I was like, oh, shit, I would love... <laughs> to go see a show like that, like Under the Stars. So uh, now it's on my bucket list to see a show there. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. That would be cool. Like the Red Rocks, I think that, you yeah. know, that'd be cool too. All right, everybody. Anyway. That's another episode for us. I, Remember. I get to say if I recommend it or not, you little shit. Uh, no oh. one cares. Um, no, do you, by I try. care. Do you <laughs> recommend it? I, maybe if you like really, really dry humor. This was too dry for me. Really? I, I thought some of it was chuckle-worthy. Because it, it was sprinkled it, in with some, like, classic, like, vulgar dick jokes and whatever yeah. else that were funny. And it, I, I guess I just, it felt so phony to me. Like, it, it felt so, like, um, blatantly not super genuine. Yeah. Like, so many coincidences and just, mm-hmm. like, things that I'm like... Do you not ever watch reality shows? Are you not into that? I do not like reality TV. Yeah. Um, I think I watched The Bachelor for one season. 
You did? I did. That surprises me. That is actually very. I'm shocked. I watched it for one season. I thought you were going to say some other. What kind of shit are you going through in your life? I don't know. What season? I have no idea. I watched one season of it too. I was in college. I don't remember if it was The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Uh, I think it was The Bachelor. But I just like watched it and I was like so fascinated with it. Yeah. And then I was just like, I can't watch this anymore. It's <laughs> it's so bad. So bad. Oh boy. But it was just it was such a weird like like I almost watched it through the lens of like what what is what's happening here? <laughs> well, yeah. Sometimes you have to watch them it, like it's that. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah. But I was like after I think I did try to watch another season and I'm like <laughs> this is just no 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 it's not like interesting anymore I'm just fucking annoyed. Yeah yeah. But yeah so but no yeah I don't like reality shows really. All right. Because you know it. I do like documentaries, mm-hmm. but this doesn't feel like a docu series. It feels like a yeah, show. yeah. I, I can I can see that if you if you feel like you're watching something manufactured where it's not like a fictional, yeah, story, yeah. It, it feels I don't know. It feels like someone's trying to. I had like I had little notes of that, like with the Jim Norton stuff during the show, but I still enjoyed it while I was watching it. And after the fact, when I was analyzing, I was like, ah, it really did feel like manufactured in spots. Yeah, yeah. But but I I thought the humor was fine. I like the humor of it. I think the humor is. I think I just want to watch it also because I want to try and figure it out. Like one episode wasn't enough for me to know if this thing is like full of shit or whatever. Right, right. But I mean, it also looks like the whole point is like his his family's really crazy and silly and funny. So it might just be like to get them yeah on screen. Yeah, maybe that dynamic will be funnier. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so that's well, it. Do not forget to go onto our Instagram and enter our giveaway. Free $25 Showtime yeah. gift certificate. All you have to do is go onto our Instagram and follow the instructions there. It's going to be super simple. Yeah, so that you can see for yourself, right? If, if you, you would watch this show. forget. For free. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Then I recommend it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we recommend this show. Yeah, there's plenty of content yeah, there's, on there's Showtime. There's a lot of good shit on Showtime. Which, I'm not plugging Showtime. I'm just saying there is good stuff on there. Yeah, and if you have any suggestions for not us... Not sponsored. Yeah, I'm just saying we're not sponsored, but I... But sponsor us. Yeah, sponsor us. Uh, email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. You can find us on the cosmicpotato.com podcast network. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Thanks, Beats. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at... And then also <laughs> listen to my podcast. So long. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Watching television.